What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for Awesomeo.com, and I am back with my final NFL DFS contenders for FanDuel for Week 17 in the NFL. Be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all of our other content goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman, so you can get updates to these sim results as we get closer to lock. Finally, let me know in the comments section who are your favorite options at quarterback, running back, wideout, and tight end for week 17. We're starting at the tight end spot. Jared Cook, Hayden Hurst, Evan Ingram, Johnu Smith, and Mike Gesicki round out the bottom of my top 10. Who will be the top five tight ends on FanDuel for week 17? It's time to find out. Alrighty, first up, we're going to TJ Hawkinson, 5,800, 10.3 fantasy point projection. Lions taking on the Vikings. Not super difficult from a matchup standpoint. 27th against the run, 13th against the pass. Lions are six and a half point underdogs, 54 point total. Pretty nice spot in terms of having to throw the ball. You're not going to get any crazy game out of Hawkinson. 1.5% chance of going for north of 25 fantasy points. What you do get is someone that is relatively cheap. 8.7% chance of him being in the optimal lineup. I think that works at 5,800. That puts him in the optimal lineup more frequently than all but four tight ends for this slate. Now, the top tight end, I think, is on an island. But Hawkinson is close to the rest of these guys. For example, there's not much separating him from number four, Noah Fant, 5,700, 9.6 fantasy point projection, taking on the Raiders, two and a half point underdogs, 51 point total, and a bottom third of the league defense just overall. Again, not a monster ceiling, but 9.1% chance of being in the optimal. I think that's pretty cost efficient for 5,700. Now we're taking a bit of a step up, 7,200 for Mark Andrews, 11.2 fantasy point projection. Two touchdown favorites against the Bengals in Cincinnati. They are the 27th ranked pass defense in Football Outsiders DVOA. Andrews goes for north of 25 fantasy points 3% of the time. And you can see we stepped up. We're in a different tier. 11% of the time, Andrews is in the optimal. Quite a bit, of, not, not quite a bit above Noah Fant, but you know, like a 20% increase. That matters in these spots. The margins are thin. So that's why I like Mark Andrews, but we've got two to go. First of which, number two, Darren Waller, 7,800, 12.6 fantasy point projection, taking on the Broncos. Broncos' pass defense has been solid this year, fading a little bit. Two and a half point favorites for the Raiders, 51 point game total. Waller has a little bit of a ceiling, can go for north of 25 fantasy points almost 4% of the time. I think he's cost efficient though still, even at 7,800, shows up in the optimal 12.4% of the time, just shy of number one. But if you're going to a tight end on FanDuel this week, it has to be George Kittle. 6,800, projected for 12.2 fantasy points, taking on the Seahawks. They're seven-point dogs with a 46-point game total. You're expecting the Niners to have to throw the entire game. Seattle's defense is 21st against the pass this season. I think Kittle has a nice ceiling, but ultimately... 15.7% of the time, it's Kittle in the optimal lineup. That's another tier of his own. It's Kittle and Waller and Andrews, and then kind of like a bunch of different dudes. But Kittle, very clearly my number one. Now we fill out the bottom of my top 10 at wideout with Marvin Jones Jr., T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Cooks, D.K. Metcalf, and Adam Thielen. My top favorites for wideout start here. 
Number five, 8,400, just shy of 15 fantasy points. It's A.J. Brown taking on the Texans. They're a touchdown favorite with a monstrous total and arguably the worst defense in football, 30th against the pass and 29th against, flip that, 30th against the run, 29th against the pass. A.J. Brown goes for north of 25 fantasy points 16% of the time. He's in the optimal lineup 13% of the time. You guys know the sort of ceiling that A.J. Brown has. And in this matchup, against such a poor pass defense, anything can happen with A.J. Brown. You're projected for 14 fantasy points. The average-ish matchup against the Packers, 4.5-point underdogs, 50-point game total. Goes for north of 25 fantasy points about 14% of the time. Very similar to his sim odds. Basically, you know, you're hoping for Allen Robinson to get two TDs to catapult you to the top of a FanDuel GPP. I think those odds are pretty good. In fact, I think only three people have better odds than him. One of which is $8,700 Calvin Ridley, 16.4 fantasy point projection. Really difficult matchup at Tampa Bay. One of the better defenses in football. Atlanta, six and a half point dogs with a 50 point total. That should mean that the Falcons are throwing regularly. That means a lot for Calvin Ridley. So the floor seems pretty high here just from a targets perspective. He goes north of 25 fantasy points 18% of the time. He's in the optimal 15.6% of the time. You can see a little bit of a tier above Alvin, Alvin Robinson. Not Alvin Robinson. Allen Robinson. Don't know where I'm going with that one. But I caught it and that's all that matters. Number three, Calvin Ridley. Now at number two, we're paying 8K. That's a pretty healthy salary, 15.8 fantasy point projection for Justin Jefferson, taking on the Detroit Lions, their touchdown favorites, monster total, and the Lions are owners of the worst pass defense in football, dead last in Football Outsiders DVOA. He goes for north of 25 fantasy points 17% of the time. He's in the optimal 16% of the time. And I think he is well worth the 8K salary. There's only one guy better, and it's not going to be all that surprising. But don't be afraid to go to Justin Jefferson. Don't be afraid to go to Adam Thielen. Maybe we'll talk about Kirk Cousins in a bit. Now we get to my number one with a bullet. It's Devontae Adams, 9,300, 18 and a half fantasy point projection. They're four and a half point favorites against the Bears, I believe. I think I have that in as a typo. It's not important right now. 50-point game total. Uh, difficult defensive matchup, but Devontae Adams transcends defense. He goes for north of 25 fantasy points almost 29% of the time. He's in the optimal 23% of the time. And as you can see, that is on a complete island from the rest of the wideouts. That's 7% higher than Justin Jefferson is in second. He's in a no-brainer top overall wideout option. Make sure you've got him in cash games. I love Devontae Adams. Now, at the bottom of my top 10 at running backs, we've got Jeff Wilson, Chris Carson, Melvin Gordon, David Montgomery, and Aaron Jones on the outside looking in, leading to my number five running back. And that would be flat 5K Alexander Madison, projected for 14 fantasy points. No Dalvin Cook at Detroit. Terrible defense. You're hoping that he gets the carries in what would likely be a bit of a blowout. 8% chance of going for north of 25 fantasy points. That's fine. But you're just happy to get the salary savings here. And that's what puts him in the optimal lineup 13% of the time. Madison unlocks the Calvin Ridleys, the Devontae Adams, the other running backs above me. Because 5K is simply way too cheap for his role this week. Next up, number four, DeAndre Swift, 7,500, 15.7 fantasy point projection. Taking on Minnesota. Lions are underdogs, 54 point total. 
But the Vikings run defense is 27th in the league. If this game stays relatively close or if the Lions happen to get out in front, he could see even more carries. And that is a recipe for success against the Vikings. Basically, 14% chance of going for north of 25 and for being in the optimal lineup. I think that's perfect. Whether you go in stars and scrubs or a relatively balanced build, I think 7,500 works for Swift either way. Now, we take a bit of a step up in tier 8,500. Jonathan Taylor, 17 point fantasy projection taking on the Jags. They're terrible everywhere. 14 and a half point dogs. So that's not good. Indy should be running the ball the entire time. 50 point game total. A bottom, I don't know, five-ish defense overall. Taylor goes for north of 25. Almost 20% of the time. He's in the optimal 17% of the time. That's a clear step up in tier over DeAndre Swift. Jonathan Taylor is my number three, but we have two to go. And we take another step up. And he's going to be a great pairing with Alexander Madison. It will be relatively popular. 10,200 for Derrick Henry. 20 fantasy point projection. A terrible Houston Texans defense. Titans, big favorites. Touchdown favorites. 56 point game total. And a running back that goes for north of 25 fantasy points 30% of the time. Now, you're going to need most of that at 10,200. That's fine by me. 19% of the time, he's in the optimal lineup. That's not enough to put him in the number one spot. But we had some value open up, and that's why that happens. Otherwise, Derrick Henry would have been number one. But now, my number one running back is $5,500 Latavius Murray. 16.6 fantasy point projection. Murray should see the lion's share of the work in New Orleans now that Alvin Kamara is out due to COVID protocols. This game is in Carolina. They are seven-point favorites with a 47-point game total. Carolina, 21st against the run, 23rd against the pass. You're not worried about the matchup at all. 15% of the time he goes for north of 25, but 23% of the time he's in the optimal lineup. He's on an island by himself. Lat Murray is very clearly the number one running back on this slate now that Kamara is out. Now, before we finish up with the quarterbacks, one last reminder, hit the like button. Helps me out a ton. Subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, and follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman so you can see the updates to these sim results as we get closer to lock. If you play on DraftKings, keep your eyes peeled. Look around. There should be a link to the DraftKings version of this video. You don't want to miss it. If you're playing both sites, you get two videos. You can't beat it. Now, on to the quarterbacks. Not a ton of separation at the QB spot this week, but number one is sort of on his own spot. Trubisky, Stafford, Carr, Rivers, Wilson round out the bottom of the top 10. Let's hit on the top five, the favorites at quarterback, the final favorites at quarterback for the regular season in the NFL. First up is my number one quarterback on DraftKings, 7,700, Kirk Cousins, 20 and a half fantasy point projection, a Lions team that stinks both defending the run and defending the pass, and a 54-point game total. He should put up big numbers. He's very easy to stack with Jefferson and Thielen. But ultimately, quarterback matters only as much as the wide receivers. He shows up in the optimal about 6% of the time. That's good enough to be fifth. The number four spot, I'm going to Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 8,400, 21 fantasy point projection. You're expecting them to sling it all over Atlanta. Falcons defense against the pass, middle of the pack. Slight favorites here, six and a half point, maybe more than slight, 50 point game total. Tom's going for north of 25 fantasy points a lot, people, 35% of the time. But still, he's in the optimal about 6% of the time. He's difficult to stack because there are so many options. So make sure you're picking and choosing 
the the right guys, whether that's Godwin or Evans or Antonio Brown, Gronk perhaps. Lots of different ways to get Brady. You got to hope for concentrated stats though. Otherwise, get yourself some Tom Brady because he's going to roll Atlanta. Now we take our first big step up, number three, Deshaun Watson, 8,700, 21.5 fantasy point projection, taking on Tennessee, 56.5 point total. They're underdogs against the 30th ranked pass defense. They're going to throw it a ton. Watson's a threat on the ground. He goes for north of 25 fantasy points 33% of the time. Yeah, that's one third of the time we play this slate out. And that's a 7% chance of being in the optimal. We don't get a lot of tiers at quarterback, but we have one here. Now we're staying in the same game. Number two, Ryan Tannehill, 8,200, similar projection to Watson. He gets to face this Houston defense that's 30th against the run, 29th against the pass. Tannehill certainly could pick up rushing touchdowns. They're seven and a half point favorites. The monstrous total goes for north of 25 fantasy points, 31% of the time. And he's in the optimal seven and a half percent of the time. I love stacking up this game. I think there's going to be a ton of fantasy production, whether you're using Tannehill at the quarterback spot or Deshaun Watson, you have plenty of options coming from both teams to make an excellent game stack. Now it's time for number one, and he's a clear cut number one. That would be 9K Lamar Jackson, 23 and a half fantasy point projection at Cincinnati, a bottom third defense, two touchdown favorites, and you're expecting Lamar to do it all on the ground. He goes for north of 25 fantasy points, 44% of the time. That's not even close to anybody else on this slate. The sim odds at 11%, not even close to Tannehill in the number two spot. Lamar Jackson on FanDuel, without a doubt, is the best FanDuel quarterback that you can roster this week. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my FanDuel DFS contenders for week 17 in the NFL. Like, subscribe, follow me on Twitter. You guys know the drill. We'll be doing some uh, playoff content throughout all of it. I'll do consolidated rankings for Saturday's slate and for Sunday's slate. We'll certainly have some showdown videos. But for now, this is the end of the NFL regular season. Good luck this Sunday. I'll talk to you again for the playoffs.